0: Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and download our free Shock Your Potential app today. Listen in to today's expert.
1: Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. I am your host, Michael Sherlock. And all month long, we are talking to some very elite entrepreneurs. Why? Because we want to learn from them. And you know, that's what's Gets me out of bed every single day. Now, my guest today, his background is so intriguing. You are not only going to want to listen, you're going to want to turn it up and lean in. Let's talk a little bit about him. Jeff Martinovich is a first Gulf War veteran, he also has an MBA. And he's the CEO of a company called Jam Accelerator. It's a business consulting and incubation firm. Now, here's the thing. Previously, Jeff was the founder and CEO of MICG Investment Management, which was a billion dollar, yes, I said billion, wealth management firm. Now, here's where it gets very interesting. After the 2008 financial crisis, we all remember that, unfortunately, Jeff rejected three government plea offers, resulting in a 14-year prison sentence. But the Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals reversed it twice. Two U.S. District Court judges were removed, and after nearly seven years, he was released to home confinement in May of 2020 to begin rebuilding his life. Now, Not only does he run this company that he has now, which we're going to learn about, but he's also released a book called Just One More, The Wisdom of Bob Vukovich." And I took a look at um, some of the overview of it on his website. It seems very intriguing. And it sounds like it's written like a story, like my books, which I always love. And joining me to tell us more about his story, but also his wisdom is Jeff. Thank you for being with us today.
0: Thank you, Michael. I appreciate the
1: opportunity. Well, I, obviously, before we started talking, you know, the moment I got your bio, I was like, oh, this is going to be intriguing because your background is obviously intriguing. You've also found a way to make lemons into lemonade, but, and probably the, really the hard way, things that none of the rest of us have thankfully had to deal with. Well, I don't know. I don't know about all my listeners. They may know some of the things too, but tell us a little more about your story, your backstory, and how it led you to where you are today—to help people to shock their potential.
0: Well, Michael, you—you you gave a very good introduction. I appreciate that. Um, but yes, it—it it was a very dramatic, traumatic uh, challenge to one day be running a billion-dollar organization, and the next day be in the throes of uh, defending everybody. And you know, we—I think we all have these pivotal points in our life where all of our training all of our experience you know comes into play and maybe this is why we were came down here in the first place and so I had to make a decision I knew and we had fleets of attorneys and CPAs and all that kind of stuff and who had said that nobody in our firm had done anything wrong but it, it was a very terrible time in the world and you know and all the big firms, nothing happened to all the big firms. So they did go around and shut down about 2,000 of what we call tier two firms, us smaller guys. Yeah. And so I had to make a decision uh, about you know, whether I was going to stand up and do the right thing because it's the right thing to do. You know, 98.5% of those trials result in convictions against the unlimited resources of the federal government, of course. Right. Um, and I sat down and, you know, everything, I went to the Air Force Academy and we live by the honor code. And, and there's so many other people who have been through harder things than that. Um, so I had to make a decision. And I sat down with my son and said, you know, listen, he was going off to college. Thankfully, if, if he was small, I probably would have made a different decision, but I decided to defend us and, and uh, that didn't go so well as most of those don't. and so. I was sentenced, next thing I knew, I was sentenced to 14 years in prison. I went to wow. a pretty higher security violent prison, not the kind of camps you see on TV. Wow. And uh, and they, they take your billion dollars <laughs> when that happens. And so, you know, I had to go into the law library and start to teach myself federal criminal law. And I, uh, by helping about 300 other guys with their cases, a uh, little bit of laws of attraction. I kind of learned a lot myself, and I was incredibly lucky to reverse my case twice, remove two federal judges, and get back home. COVID and everything, and to make it back home after seven years, and um, it was an unbelievable challenge. But you know, we all go through those challenges. So you know, I had to try to say, how am I going to turn these disadvantages into advantages? And, uh, since, since coming home in May of uh, last year, that's what we're working on. Wow. I mean, people
1: listening and just me even talking to you, I can't fathom that, but I also really, I can understand your sense at that moment of saying, okay, you know what, there's plea deals are coming at you, you know, so you can take that, but how many times do people take those because they are afraid that they still might not win, even though they Are innocent, or they have all the things in their favor, or it's not—it shouldn't happen that way—and still end up being punished. Um, But you did the right thing for your, you know, how how you needed to operate. Right, I I certainly. I'm
0: I'm certainly don't mean to say I made the right decision. Actually, (laughs) the great multitude of people say I did not. (laughs) <laughs> um, you know, those yeah. are times in your life, you have to just do what you think is best. Right. Um, I mean, the, the, what was right for you at that right. moment in time,
1: you know, I mean, that's all we can do is the best we can in those moments that's in time. Right. It, it was a very strange time. Yeah. Wow. Um, and what is it like? I don't need to know what it's like in prison. I can't even fathom that. What is it like to come out of that and then reestablish yourself? In right. in the world, and especially to reestablish yourself in in business.
0: Yes, it, unfortunately most people you know run away. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite commercials on TV is that Marines commercial where they say, "Which way would you run?" Ah. And you know, I had to make a choice, and so I said, "You know what? I feel okay about what I did, although the newspapers in the world, you know, I've been on the front page a zillion times." You know, they say I'm this terrible, horrible person. You have to find some type of strength deep, deep, deep inside. And and you have to believe that you're a good person to keep going. And so I said, hey, we can cry about this. We can be in despair. We can have depression. Or every day, my trick was, I said, every day I'm going to get up and be stronger. I'm going to be stronger physically, intellectually and emotionally mm-hmm. and I worked on those three areas every day and I you know and I pass out at night and I say hey if I do that every day tomorrow's going to be better and yeah. so I think the key is you know when you have had a lot of leadership positions the key is not to make excuses keys not to defend yourself the key is to fix it Right. find the solutions. So what I'm doing now is I'm working day and night to rebuild the world. I'm helping a lot of the people and organizations that were hurt through this with me. And I have to admit, I'm incredibly fortunate that this great number of prior business associates and friends have come out of everywhere to give me opportunities now. And so I think what my job is, is to make the most of it And then I'm also trying to help a ton of other people not let this happen to them. Uh, I have some other books in the works that are basically like, don't make the mistakes that I made. Um, Because what most people don't realize, especially in business, entrepreneurs, the more successful you get, the more visible you are. And um, I was chairman of YPO, Young Presidents Organization. And, you know, we would have these meetings and say, you know, this could happen to any one of us tomorrow. Yes. So I'm trying to kind of help other people through this journey and help other businesses be more successful, but also while being very successful, protect the business. Yep. Because, and the only reason I know all those problems is because I have the scars to prove it. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, protect the business, protect the people, protect yourself. And it's it's really interesting you say that because, um, you know, two things. Uh, number one, you know, I shared with you, you know, before we started taping that, you know, when my business hit a huge hiccup, you know, at, at the beginning of the pandemic, when, you know, where I'd put all my eggs in one basket, they all cracked at once. And so coming back from loss, disappointment, failure, however you want to describe it, is really, really important. And it takes a lot of guts, especially if you're gonna change directions and, you know, and step into the unknown or step in the known, but you're not sure how you're gonna be received. But what I, what I really value even more that you're saying is that sense of, okay, it is scary. It is hard, it's not easy, but I'm gonna do it anyway. But I can't, I can't just expect myself to be perfect at it tomorrow. I'm just gonna be a little bit better. A little bit right. better, a little bit stronger. Like you said, I'm going to keep taking the forward steps because my only other option is sit here and wither or run the other direction. And neither right. of those are going to help me
0: or anyone else. Right. It's not going to help your family. It's not going to help your shareholders all the time. And, you know, uh, at the academy and the military, we always say, you know, if you're not scared, you're stupid. But, <laughs> but courage is, you know, what you do when you're scared. Mm -hmm. and and so you know we just kind of have to keep slapping ourselves, uh doing our affirmations putting our post-it notes on the mirror and just Mm -hmm. saying you know let's go let's do it again today and just fall you know collapse at the end of the day exhausted but knowing we gave it all we had the inbox is still going to be a mile high tomorrow and we can only do as much as we can but but there's so much paralysis by, you know, fear. And, and we just never do the things, those A-list items that we know we should be doing. Because yeah. as you said, we may not have a coach helping us, like gonna, you know, yell at us if we don't do it. Um, or, you know, we're just scared to put ourselves out there again, because so many times, you know, we get our head taken off if we rise it too high. Oh yeah. No kidding. Cause like you said, the, the more you, uh,
1: that you are successful, the bigger target you
0: are. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And also, as, as you know, the more successful you are, the more problems you have. Yes. Uh, my wife and I were kind of going through a list the other day and, uh, she's been unbelievable through this entire process. And as, as she likes to say, it was really just a love story. and so she has taken amazing care of me and i owe her everything actually when i got out last year by a miracle at my crazy advanced age we actually have a brand new little baby girl carly who's only eight weeks old holy moly jeff so this whole story has been quite a miracle i can't explain any of it you know sometimes (laughs) you just can't explain what happens in the universe You just Um, jumped right back into life there, Jeff. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just trying to do everything at one time, (laughs) but we've been very lucky, very lucky. So tell me a little bit about Jam Accelerator. Jam Accelerator is a combination consulting and coaching business that we have. Again, I was very fortunate that these people came to me when I got back out we do mergers and acquisitions and buyouts and capital raises and, but but what I really like to do at the end of the day is sit down with business owners and you know I just love the capitalism and that's what America's all about and I love just helping business owners do better. They may be you know multi million dollar corporations or they might be the donut shop on the corner, um, and I tell you I get like emotional about it, because I really believe that that's, you know, that's what creates jobs, that what creates good healthcare. Jack Welch at GE, I think always said it best that, you know, our job as a CEO is to run a very profitable organization, because if I run a very profitable organization, my people have security, their children have education, they have retirement, they have healthcare in the communities have an incredible source of philanthropy and giving, and so that's what I love to do. I love to help business owners, and so we do it in a consulting model where we roll up our sleeves and you know dive right in there, or in a coaching model, as you're familiar with, where we meet once a week, and uh, have our to-do lists. Um, but that's that's the bulk of our business in the def- we do uh, in the defense industry, but also in a in a pretty broad array of commercial business. um, and that's the exciting stuff for us.
1: That is good. I love it. And I, it must feel, um, I don't know. I I don't know if I would, if you would describe it as satisfying, I think, I think you would too, but that sense of, you know, it's one thing to coach and consult and tell people really what could be challenges. It's another thing to have been there and had that happen to you. And have the focus of, I'm not just telling you to make you aware, I'm telling you because
0: you don't want this to happen to you. Right. I, I also, I, I wrote a blog a couple of weeks ago, it's be a captain, not a coach, meaning, you know, we really, so many people like to sit back and tell other people what to do, oh, but, yeah. but a captain, you know, a captain is in the game. And a captain is coaches on the sidelines. Captain is in the game. So I really like mostly getting immersed with our clients, with our companies. I do uh, public speaking and writing, such as yourself, um, and and that's how I meet those kind of people that we we think we have a good niche. And and we try to take on projects where we could have like this, you know, uber dramatic impact on the organization, uh, and that's the fun part.
1: Yeah, I love it. Well, Jeff, Jeff, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to hear from our sponsor and uh, we will be right back. Have you ever considered hiring a virtual assistant but didn't know where to start? Let Kukua Biz help. Kukua Biz matches talented professionals from Kenya with small businesses around the globe. Affordable weekly rates allow you to have a dedicated full-time staff member to help you with anything from administrative tasks, social media management, Public relations, and more. Go to cuckooabiz.com today for more information or email info at cuckooabiz.com. Cuckooabiz, that's K U K U A B I Z.com. And we are back with Jeff Martinovich, and we are talking about not only his, uh, his. Really interesting last nine, well, not the last year, he's been home. And now the last year of being home is very interesting too. It is is
0: very interesting, yes. (laughs) Yes.
1: But the nine years prior to that, but your other businesses that you've um, been involved with over time. And so this month we're focusing on really what what we know as entrepreneurs, like, you know, what, what have you learned about yourself as an entrepreneur over all of your experience? Um, and what I'm looking for, you know, with everybody is kind of that understanding of when you recognize your own special secret sauce, you know, what really has worked for you or that helps you because when times get tough, if we don't fall back on those things that are our greatest strengths, then, it's hard to to uh, muscle through it, but we don't always recognize those things. So what have you learned about yourself through all your entrepreneurial
0: journeys? Oh, boy. Well, first of all, I've made more mistakes than anyone who could possibly be listening to this show right now. So (laughs) no doubt about that. Um, And I actually always say to our rookie employees, you know, don't worry about making a mistake. I've made way, you know, a thousand times more. Mm -hmm. I think if if you know, and again, we hopefully we all play to our strengths. But I think if um, my secret sauce, which we used to call the Kool Aid, but I don't think we're supposed mm-hmm. to say that anymore, is because um, it's a sugary drink and it's bad for our because <laughs> it's a sugary <laughs> drink, right? Is <laughs> is culture, um, and and you know we banter that you know we throw that word around all the time, but really nine out of ten CEOs really don't spend a lot of time on that because they're executing financials or whatever they're doing. And I believe everybody wants to be part of something that inspires them. Mm -hmm. Everybody's craving that. Even if we don't express it well, people just want to be inspired. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, Jerry Maguire says when he wrote his his mission statement, That's what everybody's looking for. So to do that, we have to be different. We have to be better. If we're doing something that everybody else is doing, we just have to be way better at, or we have to say, I'm gonna like build this widget, but our company is gonna be totally opposite and different. We're gonna walk in the outdoor and it's gonna be special. And and even in really small organizations, everybody who comes into our companies, I sit down with them for about four hours, sometime within the first two weeks for the special sauce training. And the special sauce training is, here's how we speak, here's how we look, here's how we answer the phone, here's how we answer emails, here's how voicemail works here, here's how we service people, here's how we present ourselves, here's the words we use, Every time somebody says, thank you, we say my pleasure, right? All those kind of simple things. But if you don't drive those home and then every quarterly meeting, you drive those home every annual retreat. And then people have this special gift that is not a J-O-B and they take great pride in it and they tell all their friends about it and they'll do anything for it. And you, you don't have to be the highest paying place in the world. You don't have to have the greatest 401k because people wanna be inspired. And so I think my opinion is that is what separates everybody. Our investment firm grew at over 36% a year for nearly 20 years. And it was totally not because of me, it was because we (laughs) empowered these people and we made them feel special and they took the ball and ran with it. And yeah. so that's what I try to convey to my clients today and to the businesses that we invest in and that we own, um, just make them a special place.
1: Yeah, and you know when it's not, um, and not right. maybe because theres not there aren't good things about that business, but I'm thinking about today, even a phone call that I made um, uh, to, one of the departments within the healthcare system that i'm a part of because i was trying to schedule an appointment with a new physician and the person who answered the phone
0: yeah
1: (laughs) yeah and i was on hold for a long time you do that but when (laughs) when the person answered the phone she's like how can i help you and you know i teach customer experience for a living i'm like first of all this sucks but every question she's you know she's obviously just clicking off the boxes and i'm thinking and this is why one of my upcoming books is called The Warm-Up Act, because that first interaction tells you whether or not somebody's engaged. Now, the reason that I am, you know, I mean, it's a large system, but if the top of that organization really wanted to create that environment that motivated people and inspired people and gave them, you know, that same sense of, you know, the, you know, something that inspires them, then that person would not answer the phone that way.
0: Correct. Correct. Exactly. And she's
1: not the only one that's ever answered the phone that way there. Like, I don't think I've ever had a positive person answer the phone <laughs> in any department. So right. that, that always makes me so sad. And on the flip side, when I see those experiences where how somebody responds in email or how they show up or how they talk about what they do, you know that there's something special going on. And that it's sad that that's rare.
0: And you're blown away by it because it is rare. It's ter- yeah terrible. It's terrible. Yes
1: makes me sick to my stomach. then I'm always like, uh, who do I need to talk to at that healthcare system? So I can get in there and do some training. (laughs) Right. Right. Not the training solves it because it's got to start at the top. They need you. I know. I love it. Um, you know, so just one more question, um, you know, kind of related to this and what you're doing today. You know, when you look at where you are today with your business And, you know, the future that you have ahead of you and what you're trying to inspire with your team and what you're trying to do for your clients, you know, what is that, what's that future look like to you in the next few years? Do you see, you know, do you see um, new avenues for you? Do you see new opportunities? Do you just see, you know, doing what you're doing and continuing to do it and do it better and more often? You know, what's, what's part of your, I don't usually ask this question, but I'm just kind of intrigued because in so many ways you know, you're just, you're, you're starting over in, a, in right. a new way. I'm kind of curious about what you, what
0: you dream about, what inspires you for the future? Well, thank you for asking that. Uh, uh, one of the things I keep telling myself is like, you know, even as, as many years as we all do this, picking up that phone and making an outgoing phone call, you know, always gives you a little trepidation, but I mm-hmm. say to myself, self- I mean, look what you have been through. You've basically died and come back to life. You've lost everything you ever had. And basically, I mean, everything. And so why should you be scared about anything now? And so I try to think about that every day. And I try to say, well, shoot, why not me? I can do that. I can do that. I can do that. So I am trying to do everything possible. I probably trying to do too many things. But also it gives you a lot of, a lot of uh, in in that part of getting stronger every day. That third part, that emotional spiritual part, it has allowed me to kind of center myself, um, look at the bigger picture. There's a lot of missions, uh, uh, children's charities, and of course, criminal justice reform is yeah. something I'm trying to help a great number of people in right now. So I. I'm really having a great time. I get scared every day because I still feel these things hanging over me and I try to, you know, slap myself and keep moving, but I'd love to travel the world, speak, teach, invest, help companies and experience, you know, this planet while also helping so many more people because again, I through all of these occurrences, all this tragedy definitely cemented the theory that the more people we help it comes back to us a hundred thousand times over and so it really is so I'm just trying every day to lead the best life that I can lead physically intellectually and emotionally spiritually and tomorrow will be a better day
1: Mm, yeah because you'll be a little bit stronger as you go along I love it. It's a great, it's a great possibility to look
0: you today. See how that worked out. Ah,
1: yes. Yes. (laughs) Makes everybody's lives better. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, Jeff, we will have all of your contact information on our show notes, but just in case somebody's like, I need to look him up right now. What's the best (laughs) way for them to find you?
0: Well, we have a zillion different websites, but the easiest one is just my name, www.jeffmartinovich.com.
1: I love it. Now, Jeff, before we go, even though you've already given us, Lots of words of wisdom. Do you have any final words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers?
0: Well, I, you know, not to be too cliche, but I would say, you know, everybody goes through these terrible times and you never know what's going on with the person next to you in, in part of my book, just one more is to teach these lessons, but also have a narrative in there about, you know, life is really, really difficult. And there are these horrendous things that happen to all of us. And I just wanna try to inspire and motivate people to get back up off the canvas, re-engage in that competitive game of life and give it another shot because it's gonna get better and you just gotta keep going And, and always remember, We pray in our time and God answers in his time. So it never happens when we think it will. I know that for real, but eventually it does. And it only happens if we visualize it and we stay on track because he also only helps those who help themselves. Amen to that. That's what I would say. Amen
1: to that. I totally, totally agree with that. Uh, Jeff, thank you so much for... um, Thank you for the, you know, sharing your story so openly and honestly. Um, it's, I know it's probably not easy all the time, but hopefully, as you do it, continue to do it more and more, it gets easier because it's very empowering. And I think it's a really great um, message for us to all to hear. But also, thank you for what you're doing. I'm excited to see where your businesses continue to grow, and that you continue to have an impact. It's been wonderful having you with us
0: today. Thank you, Michael. It's been fantastic. So nice to meet you. And uh, it's an amazing show that you do. And keep doing all this good work. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com, including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more, how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees, and sales mixology, why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. Make sure to check out our Shock Your Potential app, on-demand professional training resources to help you excel in your career. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.